RTHK News. It's one o'clock. I'm Robert Kemp. The headlines. Pharmacists say the elderly should get high-efficacy COVID vaccines as they have weaker immune systems. Reports say 11 more people have been arrested under the national security law and the government readies a cash payment scheme for people on the public housing waiting list. Pharmacist Group has urged the government not to give the Chinese-made Sinovac coronavirus vaccine to the elderly after it was found to be 50% effective in late-stage trials in Brazil. President of the Society of Hospital Pharmacists, William Choi, said it would be better to inoculate people with weaker immune systems with vaccines from other companies such as BioNTech, which had a higher efficacy rate. He said the Sinovac vaccine could be used by young and healthy people. For the elderly, especially uh, stay in the elderly home, their immune system is not so strong. That's why they may not produce 50% efficacy or even lower than 50%. That's why we advise the government to review the data. Although this data is not published yet, but I think they have to review the efficacy data and the safety data to see whether we use the Sinovac vaccine. Because there's a lot of choice, at least two. Uh, one is AstraZeneca, the other one is beyond tech vaccines. The mainland has reported its first coronavirus death in eight months amid a resurgence in cases. Death occurred in Hebei province, while, where the government has placed several cities under lockdown. Mainland authorities reported 138 new infections, the highest single-day tally since March. Comes as a team of experts from the World Health Organization arrived in Wuhan today for an investigation into the origins of the pandemic. They must first complete two weeks' quarantine. It's understood that National Security Police have arrested 11 people for aiding criminals. Democratic Party District Councilor and lawyer Wong Kwok Tung wrote on social media that police showed up at his home at around 6 o'clock this morning. Pro-democracy campaigner Willis Ho also wrote on her social media that her mother had been taken away. The eight men and three women arrested are aged between 18 and 72. Local media reports have suggested the arrests relate to assisting a group of 12 people who were picked up by the Guangdong Coast Guard last year, apparently trying to flee from Hong Kong by boat. The government says it will roll out its $8 billion trial cash allowance scheme in the second half of the year. It's for people who have been waiting for public housing for more than three years and do not get welfare. Speaking to the Legco Housing Panel, lawmakers Alice Mack and Lo Wai Kwok said people who rejected initial offers of public housing should be excluded. But speaking through an interpreter, Housing Chief Frank Chan said flexibility was needed. For applicants being offered the first PRH allocation, if their grounds are valid, then they will not be rendered ineligible for the cash allowance trial scheme. For valid reasons for rejecting offer, they include uh, health reasons or they are outside Hong Kong because um, of family matters and other businesses. Under the scheme, a single person would receive $1,250 each month. A land rights group says a court ruling yesterday means 900 hectares of land in the new territories that could have been put to public use will instead be reserved for private village houses. The Court of Appeal ruled yesterday that male indigenous villagers had a traditional right to build their own homes on both private and government land. Brian Wong from the Library Search community disagreed, saying the original purpose of the small house policy in 1972 to improve villagers' living conditions, and there was no mention of indigenous rights. These 900 hectares of land could be used for other purposes, 
such as for the public housing or other community uses. But now the government is somehow forced to reserve these 900 hectares of land for the villages exclusively. So that means there has been some competing land uses among the villages and the general public. In other words, we have less land to use because we have to reserve more land for the villages. Consumer Council says diluted bleach is far more effective than disinfectant sprays at killing germs. It found that most of the 15 multipurpose disinfectants it tested had limited efficacy when it came to killing viruses and bacteria within minutes. Council spokeswoman Professor Nora Tam said solutions with 75% alcohol were more effective. 80% of the models, including nine models, claiming to have a 99.9% killing rate and reduction of rival infectivity, performed not as well as 70% alcohol-based preparation and or diluted bleach solution. For the test result, the council reminds consumers that diluted bleach solution, as compared with disinfecting sprays, is a relatively more economical, consistently effective and reliable choice for general disinfection. Council also recorded a jump in complaints against internet games last year, noting the poor terms of service. Here's Professor Tam again. I think we all know the popularity of mobile games. The council hoped the authority to take reference from neighboring countries or regions, such as the mainland, Japan and Taiwan, particularly on regulating the sales tactics of the mobile games, drawing probability, refund mechanism and consumption by the underage. And in the uh, UK, it's very, very clear that uh, they will protect uh, the consumer and particularly the underage, the children. And so they, they, they need all the developers have a very clear and transparency on the information released to the consumer. U.S. Ambassador to the United Nations Kelly Kraft has spoken with Taiwanese President Tsai Ing-wen. Ms. Kraft, whose own trip to Taipei this week was scrapped, said she had assured Ms. Tsai of Washington's support. Presidential office in Taipei has confirmed the call. The U.S. House of Representatives has voted to impeach President Trump for inciting insurrection following last week's assault on the Capitol. Mr. Trump becomes the first president to be impeached twice. Ten Republicans joined the Democrats to vote for the impeachment. Here's the Speaker of the House of Representatives, Nancy Pelosi. Today, in a bipartisan way, the House demonstrated that no one is above the law, not even the President of the United States. And now, I sadly, and with a heart broken over what this means to our country, of a president who would incite insurrection will sign the engrossment of the article of impeachment. President Trump now faces trial in the Senate, but it won't happen before Joe Biden is sworn in as the next president in a week's time. If convicted, he could lose all post-presidential benefits and be banned from public office. Meanwhile, President Trump has released a video statement condemning the assault on Congress without mentioning his impeachment. He said he had instructed federal agencies to maintain order during Joe Biden's inauguration. Whether you are on the right or on the left, a Democrat or a Republican, there is never a justification for violence. No excuses, no exceptions. America is a nation of laws. Those who engaged in the attacks last week will be brought to justice. The Commissioner of the Ministry of Foreign Affairs in Hong Kong, Xi Feng, has left office and returned to Beijing. The Office of the Commissioner announced his departure on its website, saying he'd completed his work in the SCR. 
The 56-year-old diplomat was sent to Hong Kong in 2017. His successor has yet to be announced. South Korea's Supreme Court has upheld a 20-year prison term for former President Park Geun-hye over bribery and other crimes. Ms Park, who's 68, was ousted from office and arrested in 2017. She's described herself as a victim of political revenge and has refused to attend the trials since October 2017. She was convicted of colluding with her long-time confidant, Choi soon Sil, to take millions of dollars in bribes. Turkey has begun a programme of mass inoculation using the Chinese vaccine developed by the company Sinovac. But there are questions about its efficacy. Here's the BBC's Ola Gerin. Turkey wanted a high-profile launch for its vaccination campaign, so the health minister, Faratin Koja, got the first jab of the Chinese Sinovac vaccine in prime time on national TV. He called on all Turks to follow suit. We must certainly get vaccinated, he said, if we want to return to our old lives. Some doctors here worry that mistrust of the vaccine and the government could hamper the voluntary inoculation programme. Brazilian Health Minister says dealing with a spike in coronavirus cases in the Amazon city of Manaus has become a national priority. The first 12 days of January, over 2,000 people were hospitalised. Here's the BBC's Candace Piet. Many patients in Manaus are reported to be going from hospital to hospital in search of a bed. One doctor told reporters that his emergency room looked like a war zone, with patients waiting for hours to be seen. The city's also dealing with an urgent shortage of oxygen, with producers not able to keep up with demand. The health minister said he'd ordered the Air Force to fly in canisters from other states. The city authorities reported they've prepared a thousand graves and are building shelved mausoleums to accommodate the dead. Archaeologists say a cave painting of three warty pigs discovered in the Indonesian island of Sulawesi is the oldest known example of figurative art. Pictures estimated to be 45,000 years old. Here's the BBC's Anna Pizarro. Tucked away in a cave in a remote valley not far from the city of Makassar, the animals seem to be engaged in some kind of interaction, like a fight. Two human hands, stenciled with the same red pigment used for the pigs, can also be seen near the animals. One of the lead researchers said this clearly dynamic scene could indicate that the pigs had a spiritual value in ancient hunting culture. The archaeologists say they will now use other dating techniques on the painting to see if it could be even older. Italy faces a renewed political crisis after a former Prime Minister, Matteo Renzi, pulled his small party out of the governing coalition, leaving it with a parliamentary majority. Without a parliamentary majority, there's the BBC's Mark Lowen. Animosity between Italy's former Prime Minister, Matteo Renzi, and the current one, Giuseppe Conte, runs deep, but has come to a head over how to manage EU funds to rebuild from the coronavirus. Mr Renzi, who leads a small party in the coalition, has now withdrawn his ministers. That leaves the ball in Giuseppe Conte's court. He could reshuffle the coalition, seek alternative support, stand aside for a new prime minister, or if all else fails, Italy could face early elections in the midst of a pandemic, which polls suggest the far right would win. Finance and a short while ago, the Hansing Index was at 28,382. That's 146 points up on the previous close. Currencies, euros at one US dollar, 21 cents. The US dollar at 104.03 yen. And the pound at 10 Hong Kong dollars and 57 cents. Sport now, here's Adam Chung.
We start in the NBA, where the Brooklyn Nets have dramatically improved their odds of winning the title by acquiring the three-time scoring champion James Harden from the Houston Rockets. Harden reunites with Kevin Durant in a four-team trade that involves the Indiana Pacers and the Cleveland Cavaliers. The Pacers picked up rising star Karis Levert from the Nets by sending two-time All-Star Victor Oladipo to the Rockets. The Cavaliers get Jarrett Allen and Torian Prince from the Nets. The trade was agreed less than 24 hours after Harden hinted his farewell to Houston following a loss to the LA Lakers on Tuesday night. He and Durant were teammates in Oklahoma City. They now form a big three with Kyrie Irving in a Brooklyn franchise seeking its first NBA title. On the ice, the Stanley Cup champions Tampa Bay Lightning picked up from right where they left off last season as the 2021 NHL campaign got underway following a delay due to the pandemic. The Lightning unveiled their 2020 championship banner in an empty arena and promised to raise it to the rafters when the fans returned. They blasted the Chicago Blackhawks 5-1 with captain Steven Stamkos picking up a goal and two assists. The shortened 56-game season has teams playing strictly within one of four divisions to minimize travel. The North Division contains all seven of the league's Canadian teams. In the English Premier League, Phil Foden fired Manchester City to a 1-0 home win over Brighton. City climbed to third in the table, having won seven straight games in all competitions. Their manager Pep Guardiola says it was a difficult match against quality opposition. It's the toughest opponent because uh, if you want the ball, you have to suffer, you have to do many, many good things to have it. And when they have the ball, they know exactly what they have to do because every player has in, is in his position. Yeah, we knew it. But unfortunately, we couldn't score the second and third goal. It will be easy. And the last minutes, the last 10, 15 minutes, they, we suffer, we struggle. Despite defeat, the Brighton boss, Graham Potter, was pleased with his side's performance. We're disappointed to come away with nothing. I think we meet a very, very, a very, very good team, a top team. But I'm so proud and happy with the players. What they gave today, they gave everything. Quality when they, they had the opportunity. You have to suffer here, that's how it is. Tottenham missed the chance to go third after being held to a one-all draw at home to Fulham. Harry Kane's first half goal was erased by Ivan Cavallero, 15 minutes from time. Barcelona are through to the final of the Spanish Super Cup after beating Real Sociedad on penalties. Barca will face the winner of tonight's match between Real Madrid and Athletic Bilbao. And that's your look at sports. And that's the news from RTHK. The government provides public COVID-19 testing services through different channels. Those without symptoms but feel they have a higher risk of exposure can visit designated public clinics or other distribution points to obtain free test kits. Those having compulsory tests can visit community testing centers for free testing. The centers also provide self-paid services to those needing test reports for personal use. If feeling ill, see a doctor promptly and don't go elsewhere. I like some sweeteners. You prefer a little spiciness. He wants to strike a balance. Someone thinks allocating resources as needed is most important. To cook to your taste, the most important thing is to know what's on your mind. The 2021-22 budget public consultation has started. 
Go to budget.gov.hk and share your views.